They say the ocean's rising like I give a shit. They say the world is ending, honey, it already did. Hello and welcome to episode 116 of the Heart of Markness Led Zeppelin podcast. That little song was from Bo Burnham's brilliant genius special on Netflix, Inside. Totally great, totally worth, not even worth watching. It's brilliant. It's, it, view it as a piece of art. View it as you would in college. It's amazing. Even though I'm a quarter century older than him, it resonated. It was really good. Great. And I mean, it's universally lauded, so I'm not like <laughs> outing something super cool. But a whole lot of you are even older than me, which means I'm hipper than you with this new stuff. So it came out earlier this month, I believe. Bo Burnham. It's great. It is really interesting. And I mean, it's something you got to watch. You have to really watch. He's a comedian, but this is not comedy. He created, he did this special himself in one room in his home throughout the pandemic, throughout 2020. And it is, it is genius in the way that Citizen Kane is genius, which is Orson Welles, uh, from one of his biographies, Peter Bogdanovich's, I think, um, how erudite Mark, thank you, uh, said that when he made Citizen Kane, his first film and the greatest film of all time, um, lauded ever since it's been made as such, almost universally, um, he had a book about cinematography and he just did every shot in the book. And he did it masterfully. Um, Bo Burnham did a whole bunch of really, really, really cool things with camera work, with presentation, with audio, with lighting, with color. It is, And he did it all himself. All of it's himself, written, directed, produced. It's a one-man show. And it is... Uh, I gotta be honest, it's an hour and a half, and I could, I could, I could cut a half hour out of it and be happy... But again, I'm a quarter century older than him. I am not his demographic. So in saying that, I say it's totally worth watching if you haven't already. And if you have, then bully on you. Anyways, what else was I saying? Oh, (laughs) last night I started recording the podcast and I had chosen June 22nd, 1977 as my show the LA forum and uh, Mike Millar did not tape that night or if he did, it's not documented anywhere. No one knows about it. So there's just a, a four audience sources, I think at least out there and none of them are great. Um, the show is really good. And I, and I saw people talking about it on dogs of doom. So I, I loaded it and I listened to it and truth in advertising I was ridiculously high I I had I had had four edibles which is I mean it's it's 20 milligrams of THC it's not it, it, it's Joey Diaz would call me a pussy but it got me super stoned and it was a good kind of stone well you know hopefully hopefully you guys who listen know that Sometimes sometimes they're really good when I'm stoned, or at least they are to me. 
I thought I was fucking hilarious last night. So I start, I started recording this and um the sound was was it, it's not it's not good enough. People are going to be pissed. It's it's just not at least for nobody's fault but mine. Uh which is amazing. Page goes off on a tear that it's it's really good. It's it's really unique and noteworthy and I wanted to share it with you but it's just not really up to snuff. So, what I think I'm going to do and uh I may not. I may pussy out. But um I said that twice. I got okay. I got to dial it back a little. A little more respectful. Apologies. Apologies people. Um Tonight is Cologne, the Led's uh June 18th, 1980. Led Zeppelin, and it's the 1980 tour. It's early in the tour, and it is a fun show. The 1980 tour, first of all, no, every any criticism you want to level against it is valid. It is tired. It is flaccid. It is. Here's the thing about this: this is the first tour where I'm listening to songs rather than performances. Um. By which I mean, like like last week, the San Bernardino, we're listening to Page. Holy shit, his tone. Holy shit, his phrasing. Holy shit, what he's playing, how he's playing it, his technique. Unbelievable. This show is, listen to this song. It's a great performance of this song, and it is. And shifting gears that way and hearing it that way really helped me reevaluate it, as well as the Dancing in the Doldrums release that I did a while back. I didn't do it. I... I, I I featured it. I didn't make it. That's that's absolutely brilliantly done. Kind of in a similar way as the 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 um, in celebration for a king did for the seventy seven tour. Just really, really worked on the sound and remastered it and, and used some plugins and things to make it sound professional, and it really brings life to it. This is a Matrix recording that we're listening to, done by Winston Remasters. And um, it's great because it took, it's a combination, an overlay of the audience tape and, well, an audience recording and the soundboard tape. Now, the soundboard recordings for the 80 tour, as everybody who's listened to them knows, does the tour no favors. It is raw, flat, unprocessed, with no life. And Jonesy's bass doesn't sound that great, Jimmy. (laughs) Um... And by the end of the tour, after Bonzo collapses in Nuremberg, the end of the tour, Bonzo's Bonzo's phoning it in. He is not dynamic at all. And and whereas in the beginning of the tour, which I had not given much credence to or, or, or listened to, they're vibrant. They're out there to prove something, and they're playing, and Bonzo's fucking killing it, which makes all the difference. So this audience tapes brings some of that audience atmosphere in, to compensate for the flatness of the soundboard, but the soundboard brings the clarity, the stereo separation, the, the, you could hear the hi-hat and all that stuff and makes it sound, you know, listenable (laughs) because the audience tape is not that great on its own. It's okay. I mean, it's good enough that I could play it, but it wouldn't thrill you guys better than the one I tried to play from the 22nd of uh, June in 77 last night. Um, So you're going to, you're going to enjoy this. I did, and you will. I decree it. And um, you know, I'm not going. This isn't. This isn't any of the long songs. We're not listening to since I've been loving you because for this right night, oh boy, does Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy go. 
it it just the song doesn't work although they 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 pull it together in the end and finish with a feverish intensity and it's it's holy shit however we are going to be hearing nobody's fault but mine which is badass and listen to bonzo listen to bonzo it's this is a show where you can listen to bonzo jimmy's playing great robert's the, the spirits are high this is the second night of their tour so the spirits are high and robert's heart is still in it and um you know one downside is they're not connecting with the audience anymore because in 1980 in germany people going to see this show are motorhead fans and stuff like that metal had man i don't want to say devolved but separated in the way that like oil will separate from uh from vinegar you have to shake the bottle you know um from some of the higher more artistic elements that zeppelin brought because you can hear like this audience is not interested in since i've been loving you this audience is not interested in all of my love this audience wants rock and roll this audience wants fast this audience wants metal uh so at the end of the show well you will get to it when we get to it anyway june 18th 1980 nobody's fault but mine winston remasters matrix you guys i think are going to enjoy it
That was real good. That was real good. I enjoyed that. Bonzo, driving that forward. Bonzo, playing with some ferocity. <coughs> Excuse me. Really up front. Fast little fills. Not crazy like 77. Not just, Rah! but blah, tasty. And just kicking it forward with that goddamn bass drum. Beautiful tom sounds, tuned drums. I loved it. It was good, good performance. And Jimmy was doing some really, really tasty rhythm shit under uh, Robert's harmonica solo. These early tour dates, this is the second night of the tour, and it's going to be awkward again because this is the third time I'm recording this, so I don't remember what I said and what I didn't say. So it's going to get real self-conscious because it's going to be like, did I talk about this already? I've already? Are they listening to this again? What is wrong with me? Me, 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 me. Mark, did you get high again? I sure did so we're gonna see how this goes it's gonna be a little long form okay this is my performance piece <laughs> so nobody's fault but mine very 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 good i like it these early shows have a vitality and a spark that is missing after bonzo's collapse at nuremberg when he comes back after that he is not all the way there he obviously doesn't feel good you know, he's not he's not healthy. He's not well. He's you know, you know, when you go to work and you're really sick and you get through it and it's adequate. 
but it takes a lot out of you and it's just miserable. That's the feeling I get from Bonzo. Not that he couldn't do it. I mean, he did. He did fine. I didn't, I'm not saying he didn't play well, but he doesn't put anything forward. He's not pushing in Zurich. He's not pushing in Frankfurt. What He rallies when he needs to. He's got enough in the tank to do the job, like Achilles' last stand and stuff. Do not suffer. But songs like Nobody's Fault But Mine, if you listen to him in Zurich, he there's, there's, there's no vitality there. You know, he after his collapse, there's there, I can feel something missing in those shows and I can feel something missing from Robert as well. I feel him pulling back because he's probably like, what the fuck? Here we go again. Um, I don't know. These early shows. I, I'm I'm pissed at myself for not giving them a listen because I, I could have had, you know, 30 more years of enjoying these shows rather than getting Zurich and Frankfurt and um, Berlin, because it's the last show, and then listening to them and going, okay, I, I like Zurich. I like some of Zurich a lot. I like some of Frankfurt a lot. I like Zurich more than Frankfurt, I think, but maybe just because I've heard it because it was my first CD bootleg. Um But the early shows, there's just something there. There's fun. There's a spark. Everybody's happy. Everybody's like, all right, let's go out and do this. And I I, know, I can't help but feel that towards the end. Uh, it was apparent that there were still, <laughs> still core issues with the product. And uh, I don't know. I may be projecting a whole lot onto this. It may have just been, I don't know. It may all be me. So I'm going to shut up now, which is good because this is my third time doing this. And I got a lot saltier in the other two times. Really started to opine. (laughs) And just, you know, talk above my pay grade about the greatest band of all time that I love. Yeah, splitting hairs and talking shit. (sighs) Which is what I do. All right. Well... Let's listen to another song, shall we? Yes, says everybody listening. All right, what are we going to listen to? I think it is Trampled Underfoot. A song that was performed great, I think, at every stop on this tour. They really nailed Trampled Underfoot on this tour. In my opinion, they really nailed Nobody's Fault But Mine in this tour. They cut out a lot of that stupid when and a when and a wow wow. I don't need a minute of that. Start the song like that. Just kick you in the fucking face. I liked it. Uh, trampled underfoot. Nobody's fault but mine. Since I've been living, you shouldn't have been there. They shouldn't be doing Sibley on this tour. They're not up to that. Up for that. Um, Black Mountainside. White Summer Black Mountainside. What the fuck was that about? That wasn't good ever on this tour. It was not entertaining ever. Ever. And some nights it was just embarrassing. I don't know why they did that. It's a weird it's a weird hybrid tour. It's like they cut out a lot of the long songs like they should have. You know, they don't need 40-minute songs anymore. And like like nobody's fault but mine. Perfect example. They, oh, have I started talking again? I have. I'm going to shut up now. Sorry everybody. Let's listen to Trampled Underfoot. Foot 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 foot. I'll be back in a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
That was fucking incredible. Holy shit. Bonzo. Jimmy with that Wawa work. Crazy shit at the end of that. Just dropping with that bow, wow, 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 wow at the end. Oh my god. Jonesy playing amazing. See? Everybody's plugged in. Everybody's invested. This would have been awesome. <sighs> Had it made it to the U.S. There's just something happened at the end. And, uh, well, we all know what happened at the end. But, Jesus, that was great. Just hands down. Amazing. Man. Man. What a good band. Shit. After you spend 15 minutes. Yeah, I know. I know what I said. I'm sorry. Like everything else, I start out and then it's like, you know what? I love these guys. And I do. That was amazing. Jesus Christ, John Bonham. Unbelievable. All right. Let us zip this up with rock and roll and communication breakdown. I'm just going to I'm just going to put them together. Maybe. I don't know. I'm going to see if they fit together or if there's a lot of applause and that I need to I don't know. You're going to hear rock and roll. And if you're good, you'll hear communication breakdown. If you're not good, you'll have to hear me first. Them's the rules. All right. Rock and roll, which is great as an encore. I'm glad they didn't open with it because by the end of it, they're all like, yeah, and they can just fucking drive this home. Enjoy.
Ah, that was fun. That was fun. I enjoyed that. They enjoyed that. They're having and Bonzo, Jesus, the. I I just I love it. It makes me so happy. All right, you know what else makes me happy? Finding me on Twitter and Facebook and YouTube under the gnome de plume, Heart of Markness, which you can do, and I encourage you to. And if you like what I do and you like how I do it, tonight is a little atypical. Well, usually. A little more on top of things, but tonight's a little fast and loosey-goosey, but we're powering through and we're almost done. Uh, I invite you to become a patron. A patron of what? A patron of the arts of Markness. <laughs> Sorry, I had to stop for a second because I, I thought I had screwed everything up and hadn't been recording right. Like I, I had inadvertently selected my desktop mic, so all of this would have been in vain. But that's not the case. So, soldiering on. If you like what I do and you like how I do it. Oh, before I, before I pander, um, I'm also heartofmarkness.com, where you can find these shows in their entirety. You can go there and download the entire concert. Like, you can jump up there. Maybe not tonight, but you can jump up there and uh, get this entire show and hear it for yourself. Start to finish. It's really enjoyable. And... Uh, while you're there, you will also see a little banner for Patreon. If you like what I do, and you like how I do it, and you're of the means and of a mind too, give me some support for it. Check out patreon.com slash heart of markness. See if there's something there that may tickle your fancy. And now I will read off to you the names of the titans upon whose shoulders rests the heart of markness. So a laurel and hearty handshake. Go out to Picard, Knegarn, Jeff, Chris, Michael, Rob from Melbourne, Australia, Wayne, Brad, Danielle, Tracy, David, Mark, Other David, Bonzo, Billy, and Mimo. Thank you very much for listening. For being, for doing, for loving. And we're going to finish off with communication breakdown, then I'm going to take her home. All right, here we go.
See, not much of a connection with the audience anymore. Nobody's fault, but mine. But yeah, they're they they're um they're off the beam a little bit connection-wise. That was a great show. I really enjoyed that. It's um man in ways, Jimmy reminds me of, uh, what's his name? John Frusciante from the Chili Peppers. And in some ways, Jimmy reminds me of Lou Reed. And that even when they're not at their healthiest, they're still, they're still geniuses. And there's good stuff in there. There's really good stuff in there. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that a lot. And I hope you guys did too. All right, let's go home. All right, everybody go to bed. Be good to yourselves and each other. And I will, um, I may post that other one tomorrow since I did this one, uh, high as a kite. I maybe do the one tomorrow too. The sound's not good, but the show is. We'll see. All right. Good night.